Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and on this episode, we talk about curriculum suggestions from the homeschool moms of the Smiling Homeschooler community. We cover a ton of great options, and maybe there is one that will help you smile more during your homeschooling. But before we begin, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free demo of their new 4.0 version of the curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Yep, well, we are, uh, because I'm running into that time of night where I'm starting to run out of gas, so we better get going. Um, well, it is good to be back. Um, we're, we're, uh, we were here last week uh, um, between Christmas and New Year's, and, and uh, we didn't show it, but we were not feeling the best, or I wasn't feeling the best, but I'm feeling great now. Um, that's because we are now official i guess a covid family or we were we all survived i mean everybody had it we got it after christmas um ben's family had it uh cat and josh's family had it sam and mckenna his wife they're the only ones who haven't had it and they think maybe they had it earlier um but uh you know from our perspective and you can you can differ if you want to ben it was pretty mild uh you know i know that uh, uh people are afraid to say how theirs was because they don't want to make light of people who might have had it hard um but i was thinking about this and i thought you know everybody thinks that as soon as you get it you're gonna die it's not true in fact most people don't die um uh, your your odds are way 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 for you and so for us for me it was like having a cold um for my wife who probably had it the worst she was down for one day didn't feel very good and but picked up the next day we all had fevers but they were mild fevers um it was really pretty like a normal cold if it didn't have a label nobody would have known any different and i know ben was kind of like wasn't even sure he had it because uh you've had like a terrible fall where you've been really sick and tested and you never had it right I can't hear you, Ben. <clears throat> Sorry, I muted myself. I, uh, I was just saying, yeah, back in September, I had a fever for like two weeks straight. And then I had a bunch of other stuff with like swollen lymph nodes and stuff, which is points to a virus and everything. So yeah, I've like been sick like so much this week, year, but they were all way more, or not way more, but more severe than, than this was. I mean, my wife and my wife probably had it. And we didn't know it because of, uh, of uh morning sickness and such as well uh, and i mean it was like maybe a day or two of feeling slightly under the weather and then pretty much back to normal and other than losing some taste for a little bit but uh so yeah it was i'm glad i'm had it and over it and it was really chill so uh you know just don't let fear control you so i think that's, that's the main, right the main that's thing right. but anyways uh so it's good so to we're start back the down year. to we're starting school and it has just been a super blah week i mean it's tuesday night here and the last two days we it has just felt yucky gray here in northern indiana we've got a little bit of snow on the ground but it's kind of a slushy icy snow it's not super it was beautiful on monday morning i think or sunday whenever it was pretty um and in fact we were all outside playing outside last night was that last night uh no it was two nights ago no, oh, and we all we but but it's kind of in blah. In fact, this morning, uh, I think this is Debbie's your mom's first day of school, and uh, and she was like, 
she said at one point she goes well i'm not gonna do it i'm going to get in a getting into bed at a, in a fetal position so <laughs> that was her um and later she told me i don't want to homeschool anymore let's just quit and put our kids in school and i'm like honey we're not gonna put our kids in school i know you're just kidding because we're committed to this and she goes i'm totally serious and in fact here's her picture you i don't know if you can see that there she is uh balled up on the uh little chair there um and so this is after doing it almost 20 years um she's like what's the point what's the point why do we do this um and of course that's short-lived i mean uh it didn't take very long before then she's thinking well maybe we could try this and um but i hope somehow it's encouraging you to know that you know you're not the only one who feels like it's hard because if you've homeschooled very long you feel like it's hard um i know uh when ben and Marissa start uh i was just thinking about this you know when you first start um you're kind of excited and uh you're by the challenge and by all the curriculum and by all the options but as you do it for years and years and years, really two decades, um, the excitement begins to wane. You know, you're not you're not worried about what you're going to pick. You're not wrestling over. Should I do this or should I do that? You're not seeking out all the other information because you've you've been there. You've done that. And you kind of realize some things work and some things don't. Some things matter. Some things don't matter. Um, but some of that, the newness of the adventure is way gone after you've been doing it for a while. Uh, maybe you've been doing it for a while and the the adventure's still there. I'm thrilled for you because that's such a fun, fun time. But I thought maybe, Ben, we'd kind of take um, Springboard on off of uh, uh, a, a post we made today on Facebook today. I asked all the moms, you know, maybe share their best curriculum for 2020 and why, why they liked it. And there were lots of comments um all nicely written out and i thought maybe we'd go down through some of them um and uh maybe as i'm reading one you can kind of be getting ready for another one um and i honestly i was uh there are some that i've never heard of before and so i did a little research looked into some of them and uh so i thought maybe we'd talk about them but i think it's cool again just see the variety and to see uh people you know, excited about something that I've never, ever heard about. Um, and things that I would necessarily pick or that we didn't really like, but they're still excited about it. And I, and I like that. Um, so the first one I'm reading is from Jordan. She said, this falls when we started homeschooling for the first time. I couldn't imagine teaching my son to read. We're using master's books and their foundations. Phonics is amazing. My son loves hearing about each Bible story as we go through the letter sounds. Now he's actually reading. I can't believe I taught him to do that. I'm so thankful for homeschooling. And I just love, um, you know, here's Jordan, our very first time. And uh, I remember for Debbie, that was so exciting to be able to teach your child to read. To, like give him these foundational things that they're going to uh, use for the rest of their lives. And I know since Ben was her first one to teach, uh, she never thought he'd get it just never Probably thought she did a good job with you know <laughs> exactly but i can remember her just thinking he's never gonna get this he's never gonna put all these because at the time i think we were using sing spell read and write and we'd ring sing through all those songs you know like ah, ah, apple ball, ball, ball and we'd go through it and he knew the letters but man when you put it all together it sure didn't go to very go together very easily and but when it finally did um i can remember her saying 
this is amazing. I've taught him to read. And you know, so. and it's like, I was just thinking, like, it's kind of sad because <laughs> before that, before you start school, right? Like right now, Rissa has, you know, Renly and Hudson and they're learning so many things and Rissa's teaching them stuff all the time. And every time it's exciting and she's, you know, happy and but that's because there's no pressure, like no one cares. So when she, and she doesn't feel pressure that she has to teach them. So, you know, most moms I think enjoy like, oh, my son started, my baby started walking or they said their first words or they started speaking sentences or I taught them how to count to 10 or whatever. And that's all like fun, you know, and it feels encouraging and, and you're proud of that. But then often I feel like then school takes that that away because or makes it feel impossible because there's this pressures of everyone else and you know you started being like i have to do all these things in time and it's just a bummer because like you've already been doing it for their whole life you know it's just slightly different uh subjects and everything now uh but you know it just takes time and you know as like i can see now like hudson even like within the last <laughs> couple of weeks it's just like talking he's just clicked you know and now he's like talking in sentences almost you know and it's, it's the same thing for reading it's like i remember those songs and eventually it just clicked and you know now i'm now i can read obviously but i think it's really cool that she saw that you know got to feel the progress and got to see that she can do it uh, i think that's well a really and she mentioned master's master books uh master books is kind of it's been around for a long time i think since the 70s it was started by uh you know some real pioneers actually dr henry morris and timothy lay um, some of you know him from the Left Behind series, but you know, or Henry Morris was creation. And uh, we've seen him a lot in the homeschool circles. They were, you know, exclusive publishers of Ken Ham and all his stuff and uh, Israel Wayne and some of the other uh, very uh, fundamental, conservative, biblically based authors. And I didn't really know they were in, uh, in ho homeschool curriculum till fairly recently i think I, I just read that they were 19 or uh 2012 but i didn't start seeing it show up till just a couple years ago and it was like i'd go by their booths and see all these you know like this is science this is history and so they've kind of taken the homeschool world by storm which is uh kind of interesting to me so i'm glad and other people uh commented that it's one of their favorites as well well, I had this one. This one's from Kelly. She said, gather around homeschool has been a favor around here. We love learning new things together and it is something new to learn with that. There's something new to learn about every new unit. Also, we couldn't do it without teaching textbooks for math. Math. It's been a huge blessing. This mama who doesn't like uh, particularly like math. So obviously we agree with that second one, but I also wanted to read this second one, which nothing related, but just because this one was a Hey, before you, before you move yeah. on though, um, I was looking at up uh, Gather Round, and Gather Round's like a brand new uh, homeschool curriculum started by a mom uh, who's kind of like a homeschool blogger, and uh, you know she just wanted to do something uh, different and uh, maybe for like a whole family. Um, so she just got tired of kind of doing you know this age group and this age group, and so she kind of put it all together kind of in a unit study, and um, it's amazing how much. Uh, information she has uh uh right now actually her name was rebecca spooner um uh she's the uh kind of the owner of homeschool uh homeschoolon.com um and i'm sure some of you are, you've heard of, about her or from her um but it sounds like she's got a lot of energy and she's turning out a great product go yeah. ahead ben 
Well, no, and Hannah had said, all about reading has been a godsend for my dyslexic son. And the thing that I thought was interesting about that was, I mean, like four other people said the exact same thing. Like, this is the best reading program. It's helped us in the same situation. Uh, So I just thought that was a good, I mean, I don't, again, have not used it. um, And our family has not used it as far as I know. But uh, it's always cool to see, you know, so many people right in a row just all agree that it helps, you know, in that situation. So um, and then the next one is, uh, is it Katie? I think we love science mm-hmm. by queen homeschool. We have done three of them and really like style and setup, which, you know, I agree. I was actually, uh, on the cover of one of their, I don't know if it was, it was their science or I think it was one of their literature ones or you something. You still might be. I might be, who knows, but you should go buy that one. If not, uh, <laughs> look it up on eBay. <laughs> so they're an awesome family and awesome, uh, awesome people. And, uh, you know, know a lot of people who really like their curriculum. Yeah, I was looking at uh, one from Karen. Karen here. Uh, she says she loves movies as literature. Uh, I've never really heard about that, um, but I checked it out, and it looks like a lot of fun. It kind of goes back at some of those classic uh, movies, um, and of course, you know, you, you would of course want to watch them with your kids because there might be some places you need to, you know, maybe mute or fast forward. Um, but there's a uh, you know, if you have a kid who's just really into um, uh, visual, you know, uh, stimulus or uh, learns visually, I think something like this would be a great thing. Um, I know even ye- uh, mon- yesterday, uh, my wife, they've been reading about, uh, oh, some of the a- astronauts in NASA and uh, Alan Shepard and some of those old uh, astronauts from the Apollo program, and they watched through VidAngel, and VidAngel is a uh, great... Uh, I thought um, I went out of business, that's cool. Nope, it's still going, it's still going, it's a little different, but she watched it through VidAngel, which takes out all the language or any scenes that you would not think were appropriate, and they watched Apollo 13. Um, in fact, I saw them watching so it, and I'm like, how could she be letting him watch this, you know? And because there is some language, and man, there were like a lot of pauses in the thing where the it was just like the sound disappeared for just a second and i thought it's vid angel taking it out and it was it was great you know uh the kids really really liked it and they learned so much oh yeah no totally and uh courtney here said iew which is institute for excellence in writing structure and style with streaming andrew's teaching (laughs) is exciting and fun and keeps my boys engaged uh, we've talked about this before in the past, uh, but I loved uh, IEW. Uh, we, I did their spelling, and then I did their college one, and then I did, or I don't know actually if it's college, but I used their one of their writing ones while I was doing my college just because it's, I mean, writing is relevant all the time. So, And then we also did their younger ones. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, I credit like half of what I know about writing to them and then the other half to mom's really good editing and helping me realize where I'm making mistakes and such. But, uh, I think they really helped me be able to, uh, put my thoughts, you know, into a written form, uh, to some extent. And I really, really liked theirs. Um, so uh, that was uh, one. Here's one from Nancy, Ben, and, and we use these books, um, way back when you were a little kid. Um, but Nancy said, we're using beautiful feet geography through literature this year. We absolutely love it. My son calls it fun school. And you may not know, remember what uh, uh, exactly, uh, the, I guess, the, the title of 
um, beautiful feet books, but they're, uh, they use stories to teach like, uh, history. Um, but, uh, we did the ones, remember men from the Mississippi and paddle to the sea and Pagu. Remember those big picture books? Yeah. We actually uh, built a boat bad. and burned our names in it and threw it in because of paddle to the sea. Oh, I forgot no about that. Us, though. Right. It probably got uh, stuck on a log, like within sight of where we threw it in. But, uh, yes. no, that was a great one. I really liked that one. Yeah, that, that was fun. Um, I, I know everything I know about turtles is from, I think, men of the Mississippi, you know, or, uh, or Pagu, I think, is a about a hermit crab. So Oh, yeah, that's right. It's good. Well, before I read the next one here real quick, I just want to thank Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring us. Um, they have a newest version. And, and honestly, one of the ones that you see here mentioned more than anything is Teaching Textbooks over yeah. and over and over. Um, the reason is just it helps kids learn and it's so engaging. Uh, you know, the cool part is it gives them answers right away. If they miss a question or they miss the problem, it explains how to do it. It breaks it down. That was the thing that really broke through for me was, you know, sometimes it's hard when you see the whole math, you know, problem or subject in a, in a you know, in a written in a book and you're trying to comprehend this whole thing and here's how to do it and here's how, you know, it's just, it's so hard, but they would break down every aspect and you actually had to do like interact while they were teaching it. So they would say, okay, for algebra, for example, here's the formula. It would have you do the parts of the formula while they're teaching it. And then you actually understood it. So uh, really, really amazing. And version 4.0 is better than ever. And you can uh, do it from basically any devices and internet browser, including uh, Macs, Chromebooks, uh, you know, Windows computers, wind uh, tablets and smartphones. And uh, the new 4.0 offers a ton of new features. And you can check out a free demo and a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. So that is one that's been recommended by dozens of moms here in the comments. So it's not just us saying it. So if you haven't already given them a shot, go check out one of their family plans in the demo. And we really encourage you to do that. So um, the one I was going to read, though, is from Felicity. She says, we are loving mystery of history, how it pulls everything together and doesn't just focus on one area of, at a time. And then the answers in Genesis science is my kid's favorite. They're appropriate for different age groups and suggest easy hands-on activities to try, which I think is key. Um, I feel like with science, you got to keep it somewhat simple otherwise in terms of, you know, activities, cause it can get really hard and <laughs> out of hand, uh, or tough for the mom to try to coordinate, you know, all these different experience experiments and stuff. Um, but, and obviously answers in Genesis done a ton of good work and really like a lot right, of the other right. stuff. Um, but I think what she said, uh, is what a few others have said throughout this, this from, I think this is how you say her name, Kasori. Um, she says, it's not the best in my opinion, but my kids love it and sparked a new love for science. Mel Science Kits, M-E-L. And after all, isn't that the goal of homeschooling to find a love for learning? And, uh, you know, I think I think that is key. And maybe there are a lot of others that maybe aren't the best or maybe there you could find something better. But I like the idea that my kids like it. And because when your kids like it, that means they're engaged and whether it's better or not doesn't really matter because that's the part you want. You want the engagement. In fact, I look up this Mel, Mel science and it's got, it's huge. Um, I don't know if it, I'm, I'm sure it's not from a Christian point of view, but it does have lots of hands-on kind of stuff. They even do it with uh, virtual reality goggles that they'll include in your kit. And um, it looks, looks really interesting. Mel science. Hmm, that's cool. 
Yeah, and I mean, uh, I think we did drive or the uh, mystery and history. I think uh-huh. I don't remember a ton about it. Um, I mean, with history, your goal is just get them interested. So as long as it does that, then I would not worry anything else about what like I mean, other than obviously the content's appropriate, but uh, that should be the goal. So if it does that, then great. Um, Carissa, one of her suggestions for history was not grass history. Adam uh-huh. to us. I love reading how the Bible aligns in history. And then she mentions a couple other things, but uh, obviously not grasses are an awesome family. And uh, they've, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know if we ever used them for, I don't uh, think I did. Some, some, some of the uh, Catherine did. Catherine did. Yeah. And Catherine really liked it. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a textbook approach, but it's, it's well-written and it's engaging. And um, it's not just chronological. It kind of, uh, it does it, uh, kind of by interest base as well and it's a it's a it's great my my yeah. daughter Catherine really liked it but there is one here that i've never heard about it's called biblioplan history um several people mentioned it uh and it might be worth something you know or checking it out biblioplan i've again i've never really uh but it looks like a looks like a good program I looked online yeah, there's some more for uh, Beautiful Feet. One of the other ones, Mia said, my favorite was the Five in the Row series mm-hmm. or in a row series used with my younger age kids until they were third, fourth grade. Love the literature-based activity ideas. We have so many fun memories based around those pictures and chapter books and the activities we did with them. I'm using the books with my youngest daughter all over again, and it's her favorite part of school. So, I mean, anything yeah. that I think is very based in reading is awesome uh, for the most part. I mean, that's what I remember the most. That's what my mom loves the most now and with a lot of the younger siblings. Uh, so I think there and, that, and there was a couple <coughs> people who mentioned five in a row. Um, and five in a row is kind of a I, I, call, I would call it kind of like a couch based learning where you gather your kids together and you're and it's just a gentle, good feeling um, approach to homeschooling, which we love. Yep. I mean, one of the other ones that you see often is a Becca. I mean, we really uh, I don't think we ever did a Becca. Um, I mean, they're kind of more of an all inclusive or all, in, you know, they have all of it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we mom looked into it. She felt felt like it was pretty intensive, but then also very like a lot. Um, so, uh, that's why we never ended up going with it. Uh, but you know, if it works for you, then, uh, you're welcome yeah. to, but, uh, that was a little bit more than we, uh, wanted to do. Also a uh, timber doodle, uh, curriculum mm-hmm. kits. I know mom really likes timber doodle for a lot of different stuff, but, um, <coughs> I love that they research out different publishers and also that they include hands-on items. Uh, they do all the thinking for me. And after many years of homeschooling, this is a godsend. Um, mm-hmm. And when I want to think, I can customize. Uh, oh. But then she kind of goes more in depth. So, but yeah. Timber Doodle, someone yeah, mentioned. Oh, go ahead. Someone but, mentioned Diane Craft, who we had on the show. I don't know, at least a year ago. Um, she said Diane Craft program for any learning disabilities. We've advanced two years in one year, and dyslexic dyslexic symptoms have improved. Very affordable program and less time consuming than others I've tried. So there you go. Uh, that's a couple. Um, and actually, a couple people commented on that. Um, and uh, spoke highly of Diane Craft's mm-hmm. uh, web's page. Yeah, anyone who has any type of special need or um, you know different learner, uh, it seems like people just rave about Diane. And uh, and obviously we loved having her on the show. And that's a great episode if you want to hear what she has to say. 
Um, someone mentioned Khan Academy. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. again, that is secular, but uh, I mean, for older kids, especially if they're looking on, into something, I found they were super helpful. I used them when I was trying to clip through a bunch of stuff. Um, they were very vital when I was doing math specifically, uh, just because it was quick and I could kind of review things fast if I wanted to get through a bunch. Um, and they actually, I think now they have, uh, when I last used it, they had interactive stuff so you could actually work out problems and do it, you know, test it within it. So it's definitely a full fleshed out thing now. But again, it, I, I, you just need to watch the content because some of it, like the science and stuff is definitely not based biblically or anything like that. So, um, but that was one there. But there was a ton of great suggestions. Uh, If you want more, you should go head on over to our Facebook page. um, And it's one of the most recent posts. And you can read through them, uh, do some more research if you want. And I'm sure you could even ask, reach out to some of the moms and ask questions because they all are definitely willing to, uh, you know, answer questions, give suggestions. uh, And it might be encouraging uh, or at least give you some new things to try if you haven't uh, tried them yet. So. So we're done. <laughs> uh, we're just going to end it there. Um, you know, again, what I, I guess I'm most struck by is just the variety, um, which says to me that just because somebody else says they are going to love it doesn't mean you're going to love it. You know, and that's the beauty of homeschooling, because you can you can listen to their ideas. You can look at all these things. You can check them out. And if some of them appeal to you, go ahead and try them. You know, but if they don't appeal to you after you've tried them for a little while, then go ahead and do something different and find the things that fit your children and fit you, because that's the beauty of homeschooling. And maybe you've decided you haven't uh, you're not even ready to get back after the new year. You just start when you're ready and uh don't worry about it everybody else guilting you into starting i saw one post um that i made that was like oh you can start whenever you want to and one mom said oh we started today because we're because that's what discipline is all about (laughs) baloney you know if you don't want to start don't start you know if you and your kids need a little bit more time now don't let your kids wear you down if you think it's time to start and they're kind of pushing you pushing and pushing you you know, yeah, you have you may have to put your put the hammer down and do it anyway. Um, but again, I want 2020 to be 2021 for you to be a great year, a year of smiles and a, uh, a year of learning, a year of fun. Um, and maybe it's not fun all the time, but it should be fun some of the time. And if it's not very fun, it's probably because you're not using the right curriculum. So uh, keep looking for the stuff that best fits your needs. And above all, don't forget to smile. Thanks for listening to the first episode of 2021. We hope the first half of the homeschool year went well and you're loving your curriculum. But if you feel like you need to make a change, then hopefully one of the suggestions we talked about today will work for you. Also, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. They just released the newest version of their curriculum, which includes a ton of new features, including new animations, grade dating search features, and an interactive sketch mode. For a free demo, go to teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.